This is the Mind of Lettered Podcast, episode two. The date is May. You know what? I don't even want to say the date because it has been so long since I podcasted. I think it's been almost a month. It's like the first, second, it was second week of May. My first episode was in early April, I hope. Oh my God, I am so bad. I love how in the last episode I was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to do an episode uh, every week, but I can't do it this week because I'll be away and I'll do it the week after. And here we are like a month or over a month later. So I'm basically the worst. I'm sorry. I know you guys are just waiting and just begging for your podcast. You were incessantly clicking SoundCloud like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Where is the Mind of Lettered podcast? Well... Don't worry, I'm here, I'm back. (laughs) Don't worry, babies, I got you, I got you. Okay, so this is the second episode. I guess I'll start by a Coachella recap, even though that was so long ago, but whatever. I mean, the first episode I was talking about Coachella, and I was saying that I was kind of nervous to go because I'd never been, and I wasn't... uh, a music aficionado, to say the least, and I was just kind of worried because you hear a lot of things about Coachella, like there are you know people wearing weird costumes and there are people dressed like assholes and LA is so vain and people are doing tons of drugs and it's just like a very douchey vibe. Well, I want to say that I went and I didn't experience that at all. I actually had a really great time. I loved it. I thought the music was awesome. I thought the crowds were awesome. I talked to a ton of people. I was making friends with everybody, or at least I thought I was, when in reality, I was talking to them drunk. They were like, get the fuck away from me. But like, whatever, they love me. And yeah, it it was a great time. There were a lot of really cool sets and cool magicians. One of the things I really enjoyed about it was that you can just go see someone for 15, 20, 30 minutes and you can walk 10 minutes and see someone else. And you can just kind of walk, walk, walk and check out all these different bands. You kind of walk by, you hear something that you like and you go check out that band. So yeah, it was really cool. Like for instance, I was I was at a Mo, M-O. I think she's Swedish or I don't know, some, some pop star, a woman. She was great, she's fantastic. And then, like, I walked over to the other stage, and I kind of wanted to see him, but I, like, wasn't really sure. My friend was like, oh, let's go check him out. And so I saw David Byrne, who was the lead singer of The Talking Heads, and now he does solo stuff. What a performance. That shit was so cool. That was so awesome. Uh, He, like, he, (laughs) he was really weird, but it was very cool. One of the best sets, though, was Cardi B. Like, so, before Cardi B. So, Beyonce closed the second night. She crushed it. It was incredible. First concert in, like, two years. She just said twin. She came out. No one person performance like her. Some of my friends didn't even want to go. I was like, uh-uh, uh, it's Queen Bat, okay? It's Queen Bat. So, we went, because, uh, she's a queen. And we went, and it was awesome. But Cardi B, I think, had even more people than Beyonce. Cardi B was insane. I guess, I mean, it makes sense. After Coachella, her two singles just rocketed up to the top. And she, like, broke some of Beyonce's records. People people love Cardi B. 
I don't know what it is about former strippers turning into rappers and getting famous. I guess it's good that we are now a tolerant society where like being a stripper doesn't disclude you from having a future. I think that's great, even though I'm a total prude and I don't like strip clubs. <laughs> oh, and I've never uh, done drugs and I don't drink and uh, I got straight A's and um, I've never had sex because God is right. Um, <laughs> so Cardi B was really good and she basically just sold out the whole place. I mean, everyone at Coachella was there. Every single person. I couldn't even believe it. In front of me, behind me, you couldn't move. You couldn't even see anything. I went to get a drink. The way it works is if you want a drink, you got to go to a, like a separate area and you got to have alcohol. It, it's a big area, but it's like kind of, you know, like semi-gated in, you know, a small gate so that or a fence really so that uh, you can't just drink, you know, just because it's people of all ages. Actually, there's no age limit there. So like 12-year-olds there. The person in front of me at, at Eminem was holding a baby had to be one years old. So clearly they let anyone in. <laughs> I don't know if they should let babies in. I mean, it's a baby. And Cardi B was great. Cardi B was so pregnant though. She was so pregnant and she was like twerking like a mad woman. And there's all these people behind her like twerking and moving and everyone around me is just smoking. There's a cloud of marijuana smoke. Just freaking cloud. And I don't do that, of course, because God is love. And everyone's smoking and Cardi B actually had the baby on stage. It was nuts. Oh, my God, dude. The placenta came flying out. The ovaries were coming out. Like, the the, the umbilical cord was, like, whipping around. She was, like, taking the umbilical cord. And she was, like, whipping around like a lasso and, like, lassoing, like, naked black men in, pulling her in. And they just fucked right on stage. I'm so gross. <laughs> I'm so fucking gross. No, but could you imagine, though, if the baby came out? It's only three months, so I've been really sad because that... Yeah, I mean, that would be really sad. But it would have been crazy, though. That would have been crazy. Okay? She's just twerking and shit. And the booty's going like, pop, 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 pop. Ooh, there goes the baby. Oh, my God. That would be so funny. That baby, by the way. Who'd she have that baby with? She had that baby with uh, with uh, Offset. Offset from, uh, from, from, the, from the Migos triplets. Uh, from from Migos, the rap group. <laughs> I'm so white. Oh my god. She had a she had a a baby with a hippity hop artist. So she had a baby with Offset. That baby is going to be the best rapper of all time. Nicki Minaj and Offset, and I think Offset or or no, that's Quavo. One of the, I don't know. One of these rappers, I think, in the group is like a really good basketball player. I don't know if it's Offset, but that baby is either going to be super athletic. And a great rapper or just a great rapper. Either way, that baby is set. That baby's set. Although apparently Offset has like 12 kids already at the age of like 27. I don't know how old he is. But he has a lot of kids, a lot of baby mamas. So, dude, you're not going to be rich forever. Children cost money. If you need a wealth manager, I'll hook you up. First bit of advice, don't have more kids. Anyway, that baby's going to be great. And... So Cardi B, yeah. Cardi B was fantastic. She she was like, twerk it. Bop it. Pop it. Slam it. Baby. 
twerk it, bop it, slam it, baby. Twerk it, bop it, slam it, baby. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me. She was great. Beyonce crushed it, like I said. Man, those babies, Cardi B's baby, Beyonce's baby, all these artists, baby, Kanye's baby. These babies are set. Have you and like have you seen their clothes? Those babies dress better than I ever will. They dress better at age four than like male models dress now. They wear the sickest gear. Like Jay Z's kid, like Ivy Blue or I don't God, I don't know I don't know anything. But like his kids, Beyonce's kids, oh my god. They look so good. <laughs> they look so good. They're wearing like Saint Laurent and like Tom Ford at like age six. It's ridiculous. Like he's wearing like, like their children are wearing Tom Ford suits and dresses and you know all this nice stuff at like age five and they grow out of it in six months. It's so stupid, but they can afford it. Like why not? It's so cool. Who else did I see? Um, yeah, I saw David Byrne of the Talking Heads, like an '80s band. That's like the most hipster shit ever. But I, like, I'm a fake hipster, so I loved it. He was awesome. Yeah, he was surreal. He's like walking down the stage and you can see his mind like, okay, now I have to move my left foot and I have to move my right foot. He's like an alien or something. I don't know if he's on drugs. I, I don't know what it is, but he crushed it. It was really good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there were a lot of people who were on drugs and drinking, and, but everyone was pretty positive. Everyone having a good time. Tons of water, great food. I had paella. Okay. I had paella at Coachella. Are you kidding me? It's fantastic. Loved it. Um, porta bodies were really dope. I love the like going into a porta potty and then immediately having to throw up because the smell is the worst smell of all time. That was cool. They had real toilets too, but yeah. So really good time. Glad I went. Completely, uh, completely suggest that everyone goes. It's you know an experience. A great experience. It's expensive, but hotel was good. Festival was good. Everyone should go. All right, what is, oh, you know what? Talking about babies, talking about artists, this whole shit with Kanye right now, if you don't know what's going on, Kanye West is basically trolling the entire country, or he just is genuinely an asshole. I don't know what's going on. I don't, I honestly, I never know his motivation. I am completely befuddled, perplexed by Kanye West. I have no idea. But basically, he's going on Twitter and tweeting that he loves Donald Trump and that he, you know, MAGA, make America great again. And um, he, uh, you know, opened your mind. He's like, Obama never did anything, anything for Chicago. He never stopped the guns. And it's like, well, yeah, that's true. But that's because Republicans didn't allow a law to pass. But okay, whatever. Also, there's mayors, if you know what a mayor is. Um, and 60% of guns come from outside of Chicago, but <laughs> who cares? Basically, he's just promoting this whole idea that he could think outside the box, that he's such a genius, that people don't understand. He supports MAGA, but not in the MAGA way, not in the Trump way. He just support them. He doesn't support the movement. He supports the idea. I don't even know, man. He's He tweeted, I'm not even exaggerating, I think he tweeted 450 times in, in four days. It's like he broke a record. And Twitter, you know the CEO of Twitter, Jack, is just, slow jerking it off just slow jerking it just like oh my god Kanye's back our stock's going up yes because Twitter is a cesspool of hate bigotry racism I mean David Duke the, the ex-Klan member 
or clan chieftain, whatever the hell they call it. Grand wizard. Oh my God, they're such fucking losers. The grand wizard. Grand wizard. Dude, like make it more obvious that you don't get laid. Ex-grand wizard of, uh, oh, you're Harry Potter? No? Oh, you just hate black people? You're not a wizard. The grand wizard of fucking KKK is on the Twitter, like tweeting, and they're like, it's fine. It doesn't ter- break our terms of service. Trump's declaring fucking war with other countries. How is that not against the terms of service of Twitter? The president can declare war on Twitter? Yeah, that's that's pretty absurd, but whatever. <clears throat> so basically, Kanye is just trolling everyone, promoting his album. It's It actually is kind of genius, but I really shouldn't be too hard on Kanye because I, too, know what it's like to be a genius. It's not easy being smarter than just everyone else. It's not... It's not easy to walk around and just know that you're just better and smarter than everyone you meet. I too suffer with my own incredible creative genius and I just don't understand why people are trying to stop my vision. Okay? Look, I, I got, got enemies. I got, got a lot got of enemies. enemies. I don't know the rest of the song. The Drake song, you know. I, I'm, I'm with it. I just got so many enemies. There are forces out there conspiring against me. You know what I'm saying? Do you do you know what I'm saying? They don't want my podcast to come out. People are trying to stop the genius from coming out through the podcast. But I ain't going to let them, though. I ain't going to let them stop me. And this segment's over. I'm going to finish this. Yeah, that, that went on too far. Wasn't even funny towards the end. I lost just a little bit of control there, but now everything's cool. Yeah, so I'm going to do better. I'm going to improve. I promise. Anywho, Kanye, Coachella, we're moving along here. We're moving along. It's pretty funny. Is Trump really going to, are we really going to go to war through Twitter? Come on. If we're going to go to war, fine. But through Twitter, can you imagine like 60, 80, whatever, 100 years from now? They're telling stories to their children. And the children are like, Mom, how did how did the world almost end? Well, son, you see, little Leonard, the president of the United States at the time declared war on a social media website where people tweeted about what they were doing that day and what they thought about a movie, and he decided to declare war because his penis was so small. And he needed to distract people from the fact that his penis was just so small. And so he went to war and everyone died. That would be nuts. Like, we can't go to war over Twitter. Come on. We have to have some baseline of... We have to stick to reality a little bit. Just declare war the old-fashioned way. Drop a bunch of bombs and say, America... Fuck yeah. And just go on in there and let's fucking kill some people. Yeah. America's good at wars, though. So, like, if we do go to war, eh, I have faith. So, it's fine. Yeah. Anyways. Wait. What's that music? Uh-oh. Oh, no. That could only mean one thing. It's Ladies Love Leonard. I really got to work on my on my game show host voice. I don't think my game show impression is that good. So that's something I'll work on for next time. So, 
Ladies Love Leonard. I'm going to do segments on this show. I'm going to figure it out as I go along, just like everything else. I mean, here I am doing a podcast a month and a half later, so who cares? I think this will be fun. You might be wondering, what exactly does Ladies Love Leonard entail? I mean, great name. The alliteration is fantastic. I, hmm, how do I explain Ladies Love Leonard? Here's the thing. A lot of guys don't know how to talk to girls. And as a girl expert and someone who is just incredible at macking them bitches and hoes, I figured that I could help guys. I could give guys solid advice. I could help girls as well in talking to guys. Dating can be really hard. Dating is tough. And and as someone who's a master dater, and master dates like every night hard, I feel like I could help girls and guys with figuring out how to navigate the dating world. I just have a lot of advice to give. I have a lot of knowledge. I'm very experienced in this field. They call me Leonard for a reason in college. (laughs) Does that make sense? No. So here we go. I figured you guys could chime in and email me, DM me, text me, whatever, comment some questions you might have, and I'll answer it and try to figure it out with you. Since this is the second episode, but this is the first time we're doing this, I wrote down some prompts that I keep seeing on all the message boards that I scour because I like to I like to go on the message boards as Dr. Leonard Love and give some advice, you know, just because I'm a good man. I'm a good I'm a I'm a good Samaritan. I'm just a good person. Nowadays most dating is done through dating apps. You got Tinder, Hinge, Bumble, J Swipe, Christian Mingle, Black People Meet, Farmers Only, MormonsNoSexPlease.com, Grinder, Thrinder, Quadrinder, OrgyFest.com. That's my favorite. Now you have all these dating apps, and they're great, and people use them, and I figured maybe I could help people create the best possible profile. Because I think I cracked the code. Or actually, I know I cracked the code. I know how to get more swipes and more matches, and I can guarantee it. Let's start with the girls. Girls, a lot of your profiles have pictures of multiple girls, multiple women, multiple people in all of your photos. How is the guy supposed to tell who you are? Even if you're extremely attractive, guy's not going to swipe right on you. He doesn't know who you are. You, your first photo has to be you by yourself. It has to be. Then you could start getting other photos of people. Also, there's a really good way to make you look cute no matter what you look like. The best way you can make yourself look cute is by using the dog filter. You know the dog filter on Snapchat? You need to use the dog filter where it has the funny ears, the dog ears, and the big tongue. Guys love that. Can we see your face? No. But you look adorable because who doesn't love dogs? You could also use the filter of the flower girl where it makes your face all look bright and you have a array of flowers, a crown of flowers, as you may, above your head. It just looks amazing. You look so beautiful. Here's the thing. You need to use these filters because people want to see the best version of you, not the real version of you. That's for people in love. (laughs) Losers. Another good way is if you don't want to use any filters with your pictures, 
just use a dog with you in your picture. Have a picture of you and your puppy. Guys love puppies. Girls love puppies. Everyone loves puppies. You know what? Why just have one picture of you with a puppy when you could have all five or six of you with a puppy? Just include as many dogs as you can. In fact, why don't you just delete yourself from your app and just put your dog in all six? I'd fuck your dog. Your dog's gorgeous. You have to make sure that guys know that you like dogs. It's very important because unlike every other girl who hates dogs and wants to murder them and then probably eat them, you're signifying that you love dogs. This is a very important point to remember. You should probably use a quote in Hinge and all these apps. There are prompts where you could write answers. These help you stand out. They help you uh, peacock, if you will. They, <laughs> that's a term for another time. And they help you stand out so that guys can get a better sense of who you are, not just what you look like. So a good bit of advice is to use a quote from the hit 90s sitcom, Friends. Friends is a good show that no one really knows about. Like, no one really has watched it. I know it was in the 90s, but it's really weird how no girls or guys seem to like Friends. So weird. So freaking weird. So make sure you use a quote, though, because this will help you figure out who does like Friends because they're clearly really cool. Something else to keep in mind is to use emojis. If you have a prompt and it says, what are your favorite things to do? Instead of writing an answer, why don't you just include emojis like pizza, hamburger, wave. That means that you like pizza, hamburgers, and the beach. Nothing turns a guy on more than a skinny girl that can eat anything without gaining weight. So just include a lot of pizza emojis. Show a lot of pictures of you eating food. And then show one picture of maybe you at spin class. You know, if you're feeling cocky. The holy trifecta of dogs, friends, and pizza will catapult you right to the top of the hierarchy. Every guy will be trying to get in your pants. Every guy will want to have sex with you. No one can beat friends, dogs, and pizza. It makes you one of a kind. It makes you unique. No one else likes those three things. This is how you stand out. This is how you get laid. And for guys, here's the thing. And many of you really need help. You keep including these great photos of you and you know doing activities and you and your business suit no no no. guys girls just want to see one thing and one thing only we're gonna skate to one song one song only they only want to see you shirtless taking a selfie in the mirror that's it you need selfie mirror pics the all of them that's the only thing girls want to see and the more ripped you are and the more duck of a duck face you make the better chance you have of getting a match. Girls also love guys who are active. So make sure you show you shirtless on a cliff that you, to signify that you like hiking. Make sure that you show a picture of you on a bike or you working out. In fact, maybe make even a video of you working out and grunting as loud as possible. The louder the grunt, the better chance you have of getting a match because your grunting noise when you work out is probably your O noise that you make when you climax. Girls want to know that because girls love guys who scream as loud as possible at the gym and in the bedroom. I guess the last bit of advice, right? I see this thing a lot when I look at guys' profiles. There seems to be this thing where guys think that if they write funny prompts that girls will match. No, no. Girls don't want to hear your actual cleverness or your wittiness. 
Your prompt should be bragging about how much money you make. Girls love it when you talk about how much money you make constantly. So first prompt, what are your hobbies? Hobbies? Fuck hobbies. I get paid. Boom. Perfect. That one's for free. You can have it. You're welcome. Oh, um, hmm, what's what's another prompt? Oh, like, what sports do you play? Sports? I don't play sports. I win sports. Boom. Another one. Shout out to DJ Khaled. That one's easy. Just take it. Take it for free. These are these are so good. Just take them. I'm giving you good advice. So girls, guys, that's how you make your profiles. This is how you get more matches. The more matches you get, the better chance you have of getting laid. That's what it's all about. Finding that true love. Finding that having this just just having the sex. Just you know, just when when you're like taking your your penis, you're like yeah. Can't wait. I, I can't wait to have the sex. You're like, yeah. So, uh, uh, mm. uh, so just do that and get more matches, and you you will have you will have sexual sexual intercourse. Dating apps are pretty funny, and I think dating apps are really cool. But the thing about dating apps is there's a lot of ghosting. Like you can just message someone, and you don't have to respond. They don't have to respond, and you can just ghost them. Although I don't really think that's ghosting. I mean, you don't know the person. But everyone complains about it anyway. Everyone complains that everyone's ghosting each other all the time. Oh, I called him and he just started ignoring me even though we went on a couple dates. And that's that's probably bad. People are going on multiple dates and then figuring out they don't like the person and then just not responding to them at all. Even worse is people will go on dates, have sex with the person, sleep over, and then that person will just never answer them or talk to them again. That's that's definitely ghosting, <laughs> and that's fucked up. But here's the thing: people have been doing this for generations. This is not a millennial thing. Like our generation did not create this. Ghosting wasn't called ghosting because they didn't have cell phones in the '70s, in the '80s, in the early '90s before cell phones. It wasn't called ghosting. It was called, "Oh, sorry, I didn't know you're." house number and so I couldn't get in touch with you because there's no social media or the internet and so even though you only live a few blocks from me, I'll probably never see you again. It was so much easier. You could just lie too and if someone called your home phone, which is the only way they can get in contact with you, you just have your mom pick up and be like, oh, he's sick. He's in the hospital. What the hell do they know? They can't find out anything. Like It's almost impossible to get caught for anything. You just lie. You can just leave. Just living your life. How did I don't even know how anything got done. You'd have to look in the white pages, find the person's number, figure out where they live, what their phone number was, call, hope their parents don't answer if they do, be like, oh, sorry, wrong number. <laughs> Things were crazy back then. Now it's so easy and ghosting's so easy, but that's the price to pay. Uh, you can meet a thousand people and you can ghost 500 of them, even more. That's just what we had. That's the, you know, that's the deal that we made. I support it though. You want to do a dating app? You do it. You want a ghost? It's up to you. I just want to let everyone know that the Ladies Love Leonard segment is called satire. I did not mean to offend anyone. I obviously did, but that was not my intention. It's just a joke. I'm saying it out of love. I'm not calling everyone basic. I kind of am. But I'm not trying to be mean or anything like that. I'm just trying to make people laugh. So that's... My intention, just want to make that very clear. Okay, this is a com- comedy podcast. I'm trying to make you laugh, probably failing, 
but that's my goal. So I'm going to end it there. This is episode two of the Minor Lander Podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope you had a blast. You have any advice, comments, leave me a message, Facebook, Twitter. Anyways, thanks for listening. <laughs>